worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Folks, give a, you know, give a round of applause here for Alex Sogard, head baseball coach at Wright State University. Alex, first of all, thanks for joining us. I know it's cold right now. It's like baseball weather, but uh, you got uh, a big event. First, let's talk about this coming up this weekend, and that's the first pitch banquet. Yeah, Chris, thanks for having me. Um, yeah, we have our banquet, which is an uh, exciting time of year just because it, it it means spring's right around the corner, and, and our season starts in about two and a half weeks, and so uh, we're excited to do our first pitch banquet. It's our, our 20th anniversary of the banquet, and, um, you know, it's a, it's a great event. We kind of do a re- final recap of the previous season, our 2023 season, and then a kickoff um, to the 2024 season, talk about our schedule, talk about our team, and, and all the excitement moving forward. All right, uh, you have a lot of your former players who come back to this, and, and that's a big part of uh, this Raider gang. You know, these guys stick together, and also, you know, they help you guys out, even from a financial standpoint, because, you know, let's face it, you know, it's fundraiser, too, you know, for your team. you got to have that to be able to compete at the level that you guys compete. Uh, have you heard from some of the guys who will be coming back to the banquet? Yeah, it, it, I think our alumni base is so good in, in baseball. They continue to come back, and if they can't come back, they, they're, they're going to help contribute to the team. I know um, some, of, some of the pro guys, you know, it's tough time of year. Yeah. They're getting ready for spring training, but Sean Murphy's donated a number of items, and he's helped out the program. Tyler Black, Quincy Hamilton, uh, Justin Reamer, who's our most recent pro guy. And so, uh, and then we have Joe Smith and, and some of the older alum that our, our staples are there every year at the banquet. So it's always great to see the, the older alum and, and they get a chance to meet the current team, and, and we just get to talk Raider baseball for the evening. Well, you know, unless you're really close to the program, whatever, you don't realize. Listen to all these names that you just mentioned. You know, Joe Smith, what, 16-year career, you know, in Major League Baseball. Sean Murphy, I mean, he goes to the Atlanta Braves, you know, in and, and a big deal in which, you know, he has. Not only, you know, has he contributed, you know, to the program, as you mentioned, he's going to be inducted into the Wright State Athletic Hall of Fame this year also. So that's something that you're very proud of. There are a lot of baseball players in there. You know, and you mentioned Raymer. He's on the Red Sox organization. Tyler Black, I've uh, been reading about him with Milwaukee. I mean, there's a chance he's been invited now. He's not on the 40-man roster, but invited to spring training this year with an opportunity to uh, be a part of the Brewers team this year. Yeah, I think Tyler's got a really good chance. If he has a good spring, um, you know, there's a chance he could break with the team. I, I think this year... As long as he continues to play to the caliber he can play, I think I think he's going to get a call up this year. Obviously, if he stays healthy and and continues to contribute, but it's it's really cool to see all these uh, professional guys blossom in their baseball careers, you know, and 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 they're all. You know, they're so grateful to be able to give back to Wright State. Quincy Hamilton also, uh, he has moved his way up through the Houston Astros organization. I mean, he's real close to be able to get in that roster. Yeah, he's, he's really close. You know, he, he had an injury, a setback last year, um, but he's really skyrocketed through their organization. And so I know he's healthy now. I was just talking to him yesterday, and and uh, he's excited for spring training, ready to get going. All right, well, let's talk about you know your team. I mean, you guys have been working out through the fall. You know, you're getting ready for the upcoming season. Uh, first of all, let's talk about about the schedule this year uh, talk about your schedule and how yeah, challenging so it'll be it, it's challenging from a travel standpoint for sure you know we, we typically go down south we, we open up at Louisiana Lafayette 
uh, play the Raging Cajuns for a three-game set. That's a uh, it's a very talented mid-major. You know they're in and out of the rankings every year. It's a, it's a hostile environment, uh, but but it's good for our players. You know to play in those regional style environments. And then we go over to uh, Oklahoma and we play Oklahoma for four games on a weekend. So play a, a Big 12 team in a good environment. And then the third weekend we go to Memphis and play them for three games. And then we play Eastern Kentucky week four. And that'll help prepare us for Horizon League play. So when you prepare after the season is over, you know, talk about the process that you do because you, you first of all, you got to know who's coming back. You know, uh, who do you lose? You know, when you work with that with your staff, you know, talk about that process that you have before you, you know, enter a new season of baseball. Yeah, I think the the most challenging part for baseball is they they move the draft back into mid mid July, and and you know, it used to be in in June, early June, right right around regional, super regional time. And so season's ending, you know who is going to get drafted or doesn't, or signs a free agent deal. Now you kind of have to wait around a little bit. And there's a little more of an unknown from a recruiting standpoint. You know, you talk about a guy who could be drafted or a guy that could come back, you know, that's going to be a valuable piece to your roster. So it's changed a little bit, uh, the landscape of college baseball, obviously throwing in the, the transfer portal as well. Uh, it makes it a little trickier to, to plan out your roster, so you, you really have to be patient throughout the summer. You talk with uh, your players that you expect to return. You, what you ask them, you know, what are their goals ahead, so you at least know you can count on the guys who are coming back. That's right. Yeah, you, you have a pretty good idea, and, and then it's about filling the puzzle pieces, you know, whether it's uh, transfers or, you know, incoming guys. But I, I really like our team. It's, it's um, Offensively, it's a very veteran team. You know, we return almost our whole lineup. Uh, you know, we lost Justin Reamer, which we actually played with him or without him most of the yeah, year last year. Yeah. You know, unfortunate to, to tear his knee, and it was still it was still a fourth round pick by the Red Sox. And then we lost Gary Anglin, our second baseman, who's actually now on the coaching staff. So it's <laughs> awesome to to be able to bring him back. And um, but we returned so so much of our offense, and so I feel really good about. The group in general, I feel really good about our, our defensive abilities. I think we'll be much better defensively this year. Um, now on the mound, it's it's almost a 180. Right. Right. You know, we, we lost a couple of our weekend arms. Uh, you know, Luke, Luke Sofa went yeah. to professional baseball as I well. And and so we have Jake Shirk, who's kind of a staple of our, uh, our rotation. He's been a starter the last few years for us. You know what you're getting out of him. He's going to compete. He throws strikes. He can, he can mix pitches and he counts. And uh, and then we have a lot of young, talented arms that haven't done it yet. They haven't they haven't got the innings yet, but they're looking to make that next step. Well, you were a pitcher. You know, you started out, and you told me last year you started at Oregon State. Okay, and that first year, I believe, were you redshirted? That's when Wright State right. played in the Corvallis Regional That's out right. there. And do we ever bring that up to Joe Smith anymore? Yeah, yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. I'll never forget when I first came to Wright State yeah. and met with uh, Jeff Mercer, who's yeah. at Indiana now, and. And, it, and we had the Corvallis Regional right on the right on the wall as I was talking to him. I was like, "Hey, I was I was at that game, and and it's a small world, right? Baseball is a small world." But yeah, me and Joe have talked many times about that. All right, but obviously for fans who don't know, you know, Joe he went. Uh, he was trying to go four innings of relief, and I believe the bottom of the eighth inning with two outs. Their little chick hit uh, was in the right field. Two runners scored. They end up winning five to three. Oregon State uh, escaped, you know, a first round loss to Wright State in that regional. Yeah, I think I think from an Oregon State standpoint, it kind of gave us a. Uh, yeah. it, it, I don't know. It, it helped us get going, and, and the momentum stayed on our side. But yeah, Joe, 
Joe's not too happy when we bring up that when we bring up that game. Well, you know, another thing I remember is because there were a number of scouts at that game. Not only you know for Oregon State, but I, I found a large percentage of them were there to see Joe. That's right. No, that's right. And I remember as a as a young player, as a freshman in college, there was this guy you know Wright State had. He was a, a superstar pitcher and you know throwing mid nineties from the side, yeah. which you never saw yeah. and and. You know, Joe recalls there were some close calls that didn't go right state's way, and I don't have the same memory that he does, but I'm sure he was probably accurate there. Well, we were calling the game at the time, and I definitely do remember that. He battled your, I mean, it was your second baseman, I think it was. They kept battling with a 3-2 count or whatever, and some of those pitchers were really, really close, yeah. and then he poked that ball off the end of the bat, you know, in that little triangle between right field, first base, and second, and those two runners scored because they were on the move. You know, so we won't bring that up to Joe when we see him, if he's going to be there, you know, on Saturday. I don't know what his schedule is for the banquet. But, all right, let's talk a little bit more about, you know, your team. Uh, Andrew Patrick is starting to get, I mean, not starting, but he's already had a lot of attention. He could possibly be a high draft pick coming uh, next year. It's possible. Yeah, there's been a lot of attention he brought to himself. You know, he had such a tremendous year last year. Was our everyday center fielder. Really, really grew in the outfield from a defensive standpoint. Uh, but he hit over 300. He he had over um, 20 home runs, over 30 stolen bases. I think he was the only player at one point in college baseball to do that. So he's a tremendous player. He's so dynamic and. Uh, look forward to having him back his junior year. Well, that's so difficult to do anywhere you are, but especially a baseball team north. You know, the Mason-Dixon line, it's very difficult because, you know, of the weather. You know, and the type of pitching you face, you know, early on. So, I mean, that, that definitely sticks out. And I'm sure that's why some of the scouts are looking at him. And, you know, I think one thing maybe he needs to work on, maybe it's just a better contact rate. You know, as Yeah, I think that. that's, it's, it's always trying to improve his game. I think limiting the strikeouts is big for him. We talk about that a lot. You know, try to walk more than you strike out, which is very difficult to do in baseball. But we really prioritize on-base percentage and getting on base any way you can, whether that's a walk, a hit, a hit by pitch. And, and so... Uh, he's gotten much better. He worked this fall, and uh, you know I'm, I'm excited to see him in spring. Well, that definitely worked for Tyler Black because there was always a lot more walks, you know, than strikeouts, and a lot of other players who come through here, and that's you know their path to be able to get drafted and get the scouts' attention. You know, and that's got to be able to be an advantage for you and your staff when you go out and you recruit kids. You know, say, hey, look, you know, we develop. You guys have an opportunity to play pro ball. No doubt. I think that's something when you look at the Sean Murphys and the Tyler Blacks and Quincy Hamiltons and, and all those guys, they, they really kind of lay the foundation for, for the guys that they know they can come in and, and they can play right away and they can compete and, and put up good numbers in our league and, and get an opportunity. You know, it's not like these guys are struggling in professional baseball. They're all having success, you know, right. which is good. Let's talk about pitching. You, you talked about it a little bit ago, and as I mentioned, uh, beard off a little bit talking about your career, but uh, you, have, you have a pretty good idea, you know, uh, what it takes to be a pitcher. And you mentioned, you know, you got some live arms, you know, but that's, yeah, you like that, but there's a lot of other things that they need to work on. Talk about potentially the type of staff that you're going to have, you know, this year. Inexperienced, obviously. Yeah, I think Jake Shirk is kind of the anchor. You know, he's been a, a weekend starter for a few years, so he's likely going to be thrown on Friday, the first game of the weekend. Um, you know, right now, I think early on we may do a, what we call a piggyback system, which which is almost like two starters. Each starter goes three or four innings to get guys. We need to get a lot of guys' feet wet. You know, we get a lot, we need to get a lot of guys opportunities against another uniform and and see how they compete and and see how they respond to adversity. You know, we know, I talk about all the time with our guys, you know, we know we're going to get punched in the mouth. It's, it's about how you respond. You know, because in baseball, we're going to be playing 56 games in the regular season. So there's going to be a lot of times where 
we're getting our brains beat in, right? And, and you have to be able to respond and show up the next day. And it's not it's not football where you play once a week. You know, we're playing every day, and and so the the better teams respond quicker and and are able to forget about some of those. And it's very difficult too, especially early on, because you talk about the challenging schedule early on against these teams down south. Who, hey, honestly, you know, they have an advantage. Yeah, they do. It's funny because I always try to. Uh, I think it's a mindset, right? And and I. I talk about it with our guys. In, in a weird way, you can twist it and think that we have an advantage. And the, re- the way I do that is, yeah. you know, I, I feel like when we go down south, um, you know, it's our first time we really get to go out on the field. And so our guys okay. are licking their chops and they're yeah. ready to go. And I joke and say they're, they're kind of like a pack of wild dogs. And we just <laughs> let them loose, right? Whereas these other teams, they've been on the – it's just another day for them, right? So there's that much more um, – energy and focus with our guys early right and and obviously it's a challenge though it's a challenge i think as much of anything defensively for outfielders to get fly ball reps and and that's why having the turf that we have is huge because if it's even today it was a chilly day but we were able to get outside and get as many reps as we could all right culture wise you know what a culture that they built here you know with the raider gang and a lot of that was with your coaching staff had a change this year Uh, nate metzger who's done a great job with right state we definitely wish him well what a great person he is not only his baseball knowledge but now a scout in the chicago Cubs system but you've added somebody new this year who you're really high on uh, jordan chiro yeah i'm so excited i'm so excited to have jordan i know our players are um he's been with a, uh, a scouting service in ohio so he he knows every high school player in ohio better than most college coaches and so the connections he has is tremendous um and he knows all we have about 25 ohio kids they all know him so they were thrilled when, when I mentioned he, he was coming on board. And obviously grateful for Nate and everything he did to our, with our program and continue to, to elevate our tradition of success and wish him all the best with the Chicago Cubs. But, yeah, Jordan, I think he's, he's going to do tremendous. Consistently winning programs, it's like the coaching tree. And we've seen that here, you know, with Wright State Coach Nishwitz, you know, all the way to Coach Cooper, you know, Coach Lovelady, Coach Mercer, you know, and yourself. you got Chase Sloan, who just played a few years ago, but, you know, he's moving up the ranks. He's one of your top assistants. Yeah, he is. He's done a, he's done a great job. We knew as a player he was going to be a coach. You know, he was funny. He, he always said he'd, he'd rather become a, a coach than, than play professionally, right, which is yeah. rare. You want that um, passion. But he, he's so passionate. He has yeah. a lot of energy. He's, he's still young, and, and he's learning, right, every year. And, and um, you know, I think what he brings to the table from a development standpoint is, is huge with our guys. All right, Coach Alex Sogard, Wright State head baseball coach. Uh, finally, before we let you go, talk a little bit about what's coming up this weekend. It's the first pitch banquet. Rich Donnelly, uh, a baseball lifer, is going to be the speaker. He's got some, he has a great story, but there are tickets still available, correct? Yes, there are. It's this Saturday at 6 o'clock. Rich Donnelly is our, is our speaker. It's a great opportunity to, to get around baseball alum, meet the current team, and like you said, Rich Donnelly's story is, is really tremendous. He, he was on a 30 for 30, I believe, on ESPN, and uh, it's, a, it's a really good story. It'll be a great event. And for a long time, he was uh, an assi- assistant coach with Jim Leland, who's going into the Hall of Fame this year. So I'm sure he'll have some stories about uh, the legend of Jim Leland. He will. All right, we look forward to that. I look forward to being at the banquet this year coming up. Coach Sogard, thank you for joining us here tonight. At the thank Coach's you very show. much. All right, we'll take a break. When we come back, we'll be talking with Wright State Raider Alex Hubrix right here on 101.5 Hank FM and 1410 ESPN Radio. just know there's a better way to do things like bundling your home and auto insurance with all 